So we begin with a new chapter today. That is chapter 21, Gurustan Mahima. Now this is a chapter in continuation to yesterday's story where the lady, um, you know, uh, where the mother lost a child and she's crying. I hope you re recollect the story uh, where Gurunath had blessed her with two sons and in that one son died and now she is not able to... Uh, accept the death of her son and she's also blaming Gurunath saying why did you bestow me a son when you have to take him away from me. So let us see what Gurunath is saying here. This chapter describes how Sri Gurunath moved by pity at the sorrow of the woman brings back the dead child to life. This episode is brought to you by Krishna Nos. Very good morning. Jai Shri Krishna Guru. Thank you for joining Shri Guru Charitra Parayan. Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Om Shri Ganeshaya Namaha Om Shri Saraswataya Namaha Om Shri Guru Dattatre Namaha Om Shri Mahalakshmi Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshwaraha Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Guru Ve Namaha Shri Guru Charitra Parayan. Siddha Yogi continued with the narrative. The Brahmachari consoled and comforted and said, No one has come into the world to live and stay permanently. Death is inevitable to whoever is born. This body is perishable and cannot last indefinitely. The body is constituted of the five elements. When the elements mutually combine and take a form, it is called body. Man is enveloped by the covering of illusion, called avidya and he forgets his eternal nature. The body is just a vesture which the soul dons in its earthly sojourn. As the body wears out, the soul discards it as we discard old and worn out clothes and dons a new body just as we wear new clothes. Man is really the soul which is immortal and he has no death in reality. It is the physical body that dies and drops off. But the core personality, the Atman, is deathless. Absolutely true. See, the whole aspect of spirituality is this. Who, what is spirituality all about? To understand that I am the spirit and not the body. This is the truth. And the problem with human beings is, though we understand, the day we are born, we know that we have to die. This body is programmed to die someday. And everybody's death is predefined. It is programmed already. And how it has to happen, it's not known to us. It is never understood. That understanding is never given to a human being. And even the death depends on the karma that you have come with. You are born with that prarabdha karma. So that is why there are the sufferings that you have to go through with respect to the body. You know why? Because we have been attached to the body like nobody's business. I'm sorry, I don't know what else to say. We think we are this body. We think we own this body and everything associated with that body. That possession of I, me, myself is so, so strong. My child, you know, my husband, my father, my mother, my job, you name it. You know, this is my jewels. I, I own this sari, everything we possess. What is not ours? You know, uh, this morning, very strangely, 
my krishna guruji was saying about um, a very funny um, story about somebody who was uh, claiming ownership to some land which doesn't even belong to them and, and and this is also it's it's more political as well and also people you know he said very uh, you know there's there's all there's some uh, ownership claim going between you know the land uh, which is the the uh, this district within karnataka which is bellari uh, sorry belgaum and between maharashtra it's a border so both karnataka and maharashtra are claiming stake to that you know the district saying that belongs to maharashtra and somebody saying it belongs to karnataka now he my guruji said a very strange thing it is in india bharat so i mean that is the truth so who can claim ownership to this why do we think we own something we belong to a particular place see the most important aspect we need to understand is that the one you know uh, the the caste the creed everything that we belong is that is to this human being everybody is human being we are human kind that is what we say right human means we have you know i don't know what else to uh, say like everybody is given a, a specific name like animals birds you know creatures insects flowers so we also say inanimate and animate uh, things that have life in it things that have no life in it the greatest of all the creations which lord shri krishna also says the one creation which he is pleased is with human birth because only through human body can we realize god and isn't it so beautiful so we are human kind and we don't belong to any kind but to human kind so we need to treat everybody in the same way but that understanding is never there within us we believe we are somebody great we are superior to others and we try, try to possess everything around see you need to understand nobody owns anything in this universe everything belongs to the nature alone prakriti is the mother nature who has created this universe and everything belongs to her at the end of the day you have to leave everything and go away nothing that you think is yours belongs to you this is what we don't understand and that is when we get into problems we get into attachments uh, we feel miserable because we feel somebody has taken away something that belongs to us somebody has cheated us somebody has done so many different things you know but what we fail to understand is we don't own anything we are born with nothing we die with nothing when we die we go we don't take anything not even a piece of cloth is ours nothing is ours we just leave everything and go but this truth is not understood why do we have to claim ownership so my krishna guruji said a very profound thing he said it is in india bharat of course oh yeah correct so what is that anybody claiming that this state is mine who has defined all this again it is defined by some human being who who has the authority or the power so they they defined it in that capacity but is that the truth yeah you can make laws but law is created so who has defined that law somebody has de defined because people elected that leader people believe that this is how it has to be so everybody came together to define that law but is that what is the right, right is the truth no it is not the truth and the next important thing you need to also understand yesterday we met a very beautiful saintly being and we you know i was asking her some questions i said how did your family receive so she is a divine being now the saintly lady you know sorry we uh, the saintly you know she is a saint and she had to go through so much of hell in her life because of some possession though she didn't claim any ownership 
Of course not. Even what was rightfully belonging to them was taken away by deceit and self-conceit. Why? Because of the greed. Her own family cheated her of her property and they threw her out. Can you believe this? This is the world we are into. And what is that we are talking here? Of nothing belongs to us. We are not even this body. Even this body doesn't belong to us. It is given by the elements. Prakriti is the mother nature from whom we have borrowed this body. This is a garb that we are wearing. Today, once it is worn out, it is, we'll discard and we'll take a new body. Like we'll wear a new garment. Exactly what Sri Narasimha Saraswati is explaining here. Now, this they were literally, they had to come to streets. And then somehow, you know what, life moves on. And then, yeah, when you are on the path of truth and she they didn't go and claim any ownership. Even, you know, imagine the, whatever the little proof they had, the other people burnt it away. So this is the kind of world we live in. Why should you take somebody else's which is not yours? Why are you smitten by that greed? Why do you need? You only have to live with what is yours. Why are you claiming that something else is something which is not yours belong to you? And what will happen? Please remember, you are going to suffer that which is not coming to you rightfully yours with the grace of the divine. Please remember, it's not going to be with you. On the contrary, you will have to suffer hell a lot of sin and karma for that. You are going to suffer a lot. So this is the truth we fail to understand. And it is very profound, you know, learning from her a lot of things about her own life, how she has journeyed, how did she become who she is and, you know, what are the kind of experiences she had. It is very beautiful to learn from her and she is very truthful. She says, I don't take money. I don't want money. She, she, you know, for her, her guru and her father, she believes um, her father is Agatsya Muni, a great say, a great guru. And he's like, he's taking care of her. So why would you fear when you have a great master with you? His grace is on you. But you have to go through the process to understand the futility of this worldly existence. That which you are running behind, that which, were, which we are running after. Nothing is ours. See, we don't say we are Hindu religion. Hindu is a name given to name given to us by somebody else. But our religion is Sanatan Dharma, which means we are, you know, we are its brotherhood where we are kind to everybody. We treat everybody equal because we believe every everybody is equal to us. There is no religion, caste, creed, nothing. It's about brotherhood. It's about, you know, um, that friendliness. It's about being loving to each other. We treat everybody equal. This understanding is not there. Today it has gone out of the window. That is why these great divine beings manifest time and again to establish dharma, to establish our moral con moral values and to establish the spiritual regeneration. We forget about who we are. We leave our spiritual, uh, our, the spiritual richness that we have. The great divine beings have manifested in the holy Bharat Varsh and we forget about all that. We have discarded, we are adapting to different cultures. Western cultures. Why are we not adapting to our own culture? Why can't we live our culture and go and learn deep about it? There is so much truth about it. Why are we, are we taking something that is not ours? We are, we are going against our Sanskriti, our, you know, the basic foundation on what is that our, our Sanatan Dharma stands for.
we are forgetting all of these things we don't bother to read our scriptures we don't bother to question we don't understand what is god all about why are we doing this and today we are all becoming westernized and taking into something that is does not belong to us on the contrary if you go in the western world people are adapting to our own you know the good aspects of our culture so it is important for each one of you to know your sanatan dharma what does it mean what does this dharma stand for dharma means it is about righteousness walking the path of righteousness don't forget who you are we are not here to create any enmity between anybody we are not here to claim ownership of any property country place even your body people think oh it's my child it's he has it's it's his right to take care of me what all nonsensical thing people do today please remember nobody is yours you, you don't belong to anybody there is only one owner and that is lord almighty he is the one who has given birth to all of us he is our father he is our mother he is everything that is the truth you need to understand and stop claiming ownership and stop possessing things because that is not going to give you any spiritual meal on the contrary you are going to go in gutters please remember the more you get attached the more you go into that you know the material worldly bondage you are going to go into gutters please remember a husband thinks oh my she is my wife it is my birthright to to own her similarly the wife thinks he is my husband he has to only first give priority to me he has to do this for me and oh they are my children i own my children i have given i have given birth to them who is this i who has given birth who is this my husband my wife my father my mother who is this i there is no i here it is only that the lord almighty he owns this entire universe so stop claiming ownership to anything people think they are going to you know they are going to uh, they have some properties they are going to you know pass it on to the future generation and they are going to have lot of money i'm like what the hell see you you whatever you have earned please eat it eat from that do you know fulfill your desires who has asked you that you have to save for somebody else nobody cares about your property the dilapidated home is not even valued do you even understand people think that is how it is my way is the highway and then my krishna guru ji wrote one very beautiful thing it's only one way that is god's way the universal way is never understood by anybody we think this is how it has to be and yesterday when we were you know seeking uh, when the devi amma her she she has been addressed as devi amma and devi amma she said a very profound thing her gurudev had uh, you know instructed her to do a sadhana and after that sadhana was finished she said it was very painful she she said how i didn't know why i spoke to my gurudev i was very angry that he put me through it but yes when when all the gurus instruct you to do something it's very painful but please understand that is so beautiful once you finish that that's exactly what she was saying and after that her gurudev gave her both two important lessons and most one first important lesson is that don't expect anything from anybody don't have any expectations from this world because when you have expectations you are going to become a miserable person because nobody is going to meet your expectations number 1 and number 2 is today it's not the way we think things has to happen in a in a certain way because we also have to adapt to the ways how things are evolving the world and this universe is dynamic so we also have to adapt so don't think that everybody has to conform to your way because they will not conform because this universe is very dynamic what is there now is not going to be the next minute what will be then it is not going to be later and what was then is not going to be now as well so what i have now is not going to be there tomorrow so this understanding is never 
you know, we, it doesn't enter our human mind. We always latch on to it. I have some people in my world who I know live in 18th century. Okay, they will not come out of that. This is how it is, and then they'll suffer like a like hell. Why? Because they don't want to break that mold, that mindset. And that is very difficult. If you cannot adapt, if you cannot be dynamic, then you are going to suffer. And this was a, it was literally a slap on my face. Because a very important lesson, a lesson for all of us to live. See, this body has its nature. The path of spiritual, this knowledge teaches us how to curb that nature, how to sometimes overcome that nature or how to channel that nature for serving the Lord's purpose alone. That is what is important. So this lesson when I learned from Devi Amma, I understood what she said. It literally felt like the great sage was speaking to me through her. Now it was very divine experience. Literally I experienced Agatya Muni through Devi Amma. I experienced few beautiful, you know, divine, I just don't know how to describe the divinity I experienced. And I'll narrate more stories as we go along. She shared some of the most beautiful experience of her own journey in spirituality. It's very rare to find such divine beings. They are there today, but they are just, you know, incognito or they are living in a very simple manner simply because, you know, why people just latch on to you. And then, you know what? Then they are only driven by greed. The same divine being or the same goodness will get itself converted into maya. Ignorance will come, greed will strike. And what happened is, I'm just going to continue with the same experience what she spoke about. After she was thrown out of her own home by her own relatives, one of her best friends, you know, she had given her ashraya. They, she had given some place to stay and then Devi Amma continued. They had established a temple of Agatsya Muni and they were continuing. And then finally what happened? A lot of visitors were coming to meet her. There were a lot of foreigners who used to come and meet Devi Amma and they would offer some, you know, Guru Dakshina. When you meet the gurus, whatever, you just make an offering. So this friend of hers was grief-stricken. Suddenly she saw dollars, suddenly she saw... Uh, you know, money coming in. See, this is what happens. The moment greed comes in, your goodness goes out of window. The fall is imminent. You don't know when Maya can hit you. The, you know, when it can strike you, you don't know. That is why we always have to be very careful. We should not go after, you know, money. We should not go after our desires. We should not want more. You always have to feel very contented. Be very grateful to what God has given you. God knows what is right for you. And what has to come to you will come to you. Don't ask for more. Don't ask for, I mean, not less, but don't ask for more. The more you ask, the more you are going to get into trouble. And then she's believed that, you know, Devi Amma has to take donation. She said, so many people are coming to you. You have to start collecting donation. Devi Amma said, I'm sorry, I don't take money. If somebody is offering, that is their choice. Like my Krishna Guruji, he will not touch one single penny. Even if somebody comes and offers here, he will say, keep it in the puja room or hand it over to my disciples he will not touch anything he doesn't take see because that is karma that that is danger never touch money money is evil but money is to like wealth is to establish dharma but it has a purpose but they don't own the divine masters don't touch anything they don't have a penny she is a very true divine being she said i don't want the money i will not do this the moment she denied this woman got so greedy and anger, she threw Devi Amma out. This is the world. This is what here, you know, even, even, you know, Guru is explaining. 
this body doesn't belong to us we believe we own something greed can come even the greed is not just for money or wealth it is for your own children i own this is my son my son has to take care of me my son has to listen to me my son has to exactly do what i am asking him to do or my daughter has to only behave like this who is this i who the hell you think you own your son daughter and try to demand things today this is the world we are in you need to let go even your body is not yours even whoever you have given birth doesn't belong to you just surrender to the divine lord almighty and understand the truth that i am not this body i am that atman myself this is what spirituality is all about but to get that understanding you need the guru the guru is the doorway to realize god the guru is the doorway to god realization without guru you cannot realize god this is the truth and if you don't understand this truth then you are in deep trouble please remember those who are blessed to listen to this satsang are the ones getting this knowledge so you have to make effort see when people get grace they still don't understand that they have received the grace it's a very funny thing you know people go to the divine beings the great masters you worship 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 saying baba i want to you know evolve whatever that you are asking for and finally when baba bestows that grace on you you are not able to see that grace and what are you searching for the baba himself has come baba himself has blessed you baba has already shown you the path what you are supposed to do and yet you are sitting and thinking about thinking in your mind and trying to figure out and you are saying you are confused why are you wasting your time why are you wasting this god given precious life that is exactly what this guru charitra is teaching and also to understand the nature of the guru how the gurus work see the guru himself is not the body he is an essence a tatva guru is an essence the body that is using is just a garb that is exactly what here narsimha saraswati is teaching even the body which he has manifested is only a vehicle he is serving a purpose what is the purpose to ensure, to uplift the people on path of spiritual and to establish the spiritual regeneration why because and have established the faith to establish dharma and to put those who have to go on the path of spirituality and bless and redeem some of the people you know you wouldn't know how the gurus work they travel all over you know why do they travel all over because they want to confer the blessings they want to establish that faith back in the divinity over there and to many who have to receive their grace they bestow their grace but the problem is human beings give it to their mind and don't recognize the divine beings when they arrive when the grace is given it is very sad i asked a very interesting question to my krishna guruji i said devi amma is a divine being was it a karma that she had to you know she was thrown out and she had to go through the suffering or was it a part of her spiritual progress or when the which the spiritual path she had to go through and my krishna guruji said a very very profound lesson and you know what he said he said there that no it is her karma the body's karma see because the divine being are not the body but when you don the body you will have to face the karma which is associated with the body because the divine beings are only a tattva then essence they are only a principle they are not even connected with the body but they are using the body as a vehicle to realize god so the karma associated with the body has to be suffered even if they are the great gurus they will have to go through the sufferings unfortunately this is how it is and then what happens so my krishna guruji said but it depends on the the thing is she will it's she's it's nothing to do with her but yes because she is that body the prarabdha karma associated with the body she will have to go through that karma 
but the choice is in your hands as to how you overcome that karma depends on the reaction you give so that was a very enlightening lesson he gave it's it's the way you react to that karma when you don't utter anything when you graciously accept what happens then that karma doesn't affect you know what the divine lord mighty takes it on his own and you will be able to sail through it it's about how you react to anything this is the most important teaching the reason why we have been taught that we have to be our good self we have to be kind compassionate even when somebody is doing bad you don't utter anything bad or you don't say anything wrong to them or even say anything at all is because the reaction is very important when we don't react we are overcoming that karma we are able to override it so nothing accrues to us please remember so this is how we are able to override the karma and not create more karma see the moment you utter something then you are creating more karma your anger is going to lead you to create more karma that is why my krishna guruji will say anger is a doorway to hell or and even other there are few other shadripus uh, which are the doorway to hell desire lust greed and few more but when we are able to control when we channel it towards the divine lord almighty then we are not going to create any further karma so all the you know the the futuristic karma is nullified he might the guruji will destroy all that because you are able to understand the truth about spirituality that is why the divine beings do not react it is the reaction that matters yeah karma is going to happen how are you going to react to anything when you are your good self nothing shall happen to you nothing shall befall to you because the grace of the lord shri hari is on your head lord shri krishna is taking care of you so why fear when i am here baba says so this is the truth you need to understand and stop possessing anything don't worry about what is going to happen how your future is going to open up i was talking to someone this morning and this person was telling last few months i have not got any projects i am very depressed i don't know what to do i am i am terribly down i'm trying really hard i said just let it be everything will be fine do something see what you can do today in the world the situations are not you know in not in the right sense there is business not happening lot of people have lost their jobs there is no money there is paucity of money there so many different things there are many people are suffering and that is usually the universal law right rich gets richer poor gets poorer so so many imbalances are there in in the universe what are we doing about it so we need to also think about this universe that is why these great beings come here to ensure establish the upliftment of his entire universe they care about the well being of everybody and what is due to everyone it, they will bestow upon them and my krishna guruji said a very profound thing the god will ensure you know there will be no sh- you know short of food clothing and shelter but anything more than that god is not going to give you will have to work for that so this is the truth the basic necessities of life will be provided by the lord even if you don't have business even if your projects are not coming through even you know you you are not getting back your payments all these things that happens you are you lost you might even have lost your job but the lord will ensure that you are getting your food clothing and the shelter is there for you he is always going to take care of that but anything more than that you will have to earn and see when you go into a job every job is going to be miserable i was talking again to someone i know um, one of my friends and this person has you know moved to a different job he was suffering in his earlier job he had a nightmare to deal with his bosses and now when i spoke to him after a long time and this person had stopped calling me i wondered what happened when i spoke to him he is even more in a deeper miserable condition 
So it's like my Krishna Guruji will say, the honeymoon period or like any job is only six months. So get ready to go, you know, move out to the next job. This is what happens because we think, okay, we have a new job and there I'm going to get happiness. I'm going to be very happy. I'm going to do a lot of things. You know, you, you rare, you have a lot of aspirations, but what happens? Things doesn't work the way you want to. So don't expect anything. The grass is always greener on the other side. Know that every job, there are challenges. The, the challenges come in so many different ways. And this is the truth that I've understood. So don't expect. It's You have to only know that you have to do your job. Be the best in that job and just keep going ahead. Don't worry about whether you're going to get the recognition or not. But you have to give your best shot at it. So don't, you know, remember, Lord has given you this job. And you need to respect that. And you need to give yourself value worth to that job, whatever is given to you. So be very truthful to that. And the divine will take care of you. So this is the misery of life, which we don't understand. And yet we start possessing, possessing, possessing and claim ownership of everything in this world. The only one who can you possess in your heart is Lord Sri Hari. Nobody else you can possess. Who can you possess, say? And even that possession, you can't still hold him. Because the only way to hold him is with that absolute love and devotion. You know, the prema that you want to achieve for Lord Sri Krishna can never be achieved by anybody except Lord himself. That's who he is. And the only thing is, we all, at the like we said, there is bhava. And beyond that is mahabhava. And above mahabhava, the highest form of love and devotion to the Lord is prema. Prema can never be achieved by anybody. Because can you become that great? Unconditional love. Exclusive devotion. Where is unconditional? Oh, this is the person I will love. This person I don't love. Because this person did this to me. That person did this to me. Who is a... Who has an unconditional love? We are all biased. We have enmity. We have hatred within us. Where is this love ever going to be there? So you think anybody else can be Lord Shri Krishna? Absolutely no. Only Lord Shri Krishna is Shri Krishna. This morning my Krishna Guruji was giving Bhagavad Gita satsang and in that he was revealing. Lord Shri Krishna was revealing the truth about where he is. Who is, you know, who is he? He is the supreme divine person. Who is, lives in Golok Brindavan. That is his supreme abode. And who can realize and who can enter there? One who has the purity, the highest purity. One who can live the, the way of life of Lord Sri Krishna. Can anybody be that? Nobody. And you know, he was giving a very profound truth this morning. Everybody has to keep being born again and again and again. We are all bound up. And we think, okay, the Guru's life is so lovely. It's so easy. You know, he has all the power in this world. You know, he, his life is so good. Actually, you know what? Becoming a Guru is a nightmare. Yesterday, Devi Amma was saying, she said, I... I chose not to become the guru. She said, I'm only going to be this Devi Amma. People can come here, meet me, you know, whatever that I have to, you know, I will guide them. But beyond that, I am not going to have any students under me. I am not going to initiate anybody because I am not going to take that, you know, that responsibility. That is a very, yeah, true. Imagine my Krishna Guruji, the moment he initiates even handful of people, he has to bear the suffering of their karma. Why the hell that he has to suffer for somebody else's gutter sins that they have committed? That too, I don't know how much pile. Would you know, believe you are going to come and, you know, dish out all the mire, muck at the feet of lotus feet of the guru? That is exactly what he has to go through. You know, when anybody touches the guru's feet, he has to take all the, you know, the gutter that they have thrown at his feet. I am sorry to say this, but this is the truth. This is the reality. And you know, and we think, oh, Guru is so great. You don't know how miserable his life is because he has to suffer for people like idiots, like in you know all these ignorant beings in this world. 
who don't even give a damn and create more karmas and make him suffer more why should a guru go through let me ask you his job why should he take all your karmas you you think what you are such a great being who the hell you think you are that he has a guru has to suffer for you no on the contrary can you suffer for somebody else let me see if you can suffer and here people will conveniently come and dump all their garbage onto the guru and when the guru says don't do it they will exactly go and do the same thing and put him in trouble people have no you know little bit of humanity they don't even have goodness they don't know what it means to be with a guru also and they'll come and behave however they want everybody is the same in this world there is no exception to the rule and imagine the guru's life do you ever want to be in his shoes no i'll always tell my krishna guru sorry i can never only lord shri krishna can be lord shri krishna i am not even coveting your position i don't even want to be you because it's very difficult only you can be who you are nobody else can be you because that is the greatness they are lord shri krishna is lord shri krishna nobody else can become that please remember because nobody can suffer for others but he can that is his greatness jesus suffered for the sins of the other people that is why he became jesus he was crucified on the cross buddha had to be you know he was poisoned and he died can anybody do that no we are all selfish human beings we are so much self centered we cannot suffer for another person and what are we talking about so this is the greatness of a guru the charitra the nature of a guru who this master is and here he is talking about saying that please remember he is not this body that is the truth he is the divine the tatva and the essence and the principle so understand the truth about who this divine being is and please remember they will don this ordinary being they will don this body and appear to be a very ordinary human being and appear everywhere but they bestow their grace upon everyone and when the grace is there please take it don't try to question that truth itself and you are the loser nobody else is going to lose so man is really the soul which is immortal and he has no death in reality it is the physical body that dies and drops off but the core personality the atman is deathless the brahmachari continued his advice to the woman as follows everything is predetermined by destiny by the deeds of one's past life or lives i think we discussed this enough at length i hope you listen very intently what your narsimha saraswati is teaching everything is predetermined by destiny by the deeds of one's past life or lives we have to accept events as they come and should try to understand and experience the higher truths see only when you go through the misery of this life this material worldly existence will you get will you understand the higher truth about life and till you don't suffer you can't understand till you don't go and you know my guru ji will always say right till you don't experience yourself that truth how can you know even if you can describe n number of times in different different ways and examples you can still you cannot still understand till you don't taste it yourself so experiencing going through the process is extremely important though we cannot alter much the course of the prarabdha karma please remember the course of prarabdha karma cannot be altered much this is what the guru is saying but guru can change your destiny when you obey to him when you are not going to create more karmas he has the power to eliminate the karma but they cannot and see remember prarabdha karma gets cushioned and he wipes out all your future karma no karma will accrue to you because when you have surrendered to the guru even if you are wearing a garment even if you are wearing something you are eating something everything is purified what the guru bestows upon you is sinless 
there is no karma in it yet we should try to be try by righteous living to refrain from evil and to build a brighter and happier future for the next life see your next life depends on how you live in this life what is guru nanak saying here he is saying yet we, we should try by righteous living that is why the gurus come to establish righteousness show you the path the way of life to refrain from evil and to build a brighter and happier future for the next life but the ultimate purpose of life is to realize the eternal self and gain freedom from the cycle of birth and death forever that is the real sadgati okay i'm going to read it this once again so what is he saying he's saying though we cannot alter much the course of the prarabdh karma yet we should try to try by righteous living to refrain from evil and to build a brighter and happier future for the next life but the ultimate purpose of life is to realize the eternal self and gain freedom from the cycle of birth and death forever that is the real sadgati what a false attachment you are suffering from for this son of yours you weren't his mother in his previous life ha very important what a false attachment you are suffering from for this son of yours she thinks so oh, this is my son but in a previous life you are not his mother so where is the question believing that oh, this is my son you know what you need to get married otherwise i will get suicide i'll commit suicide or i will do something oh you have to only listen to me choose either krishna or me otherwise i will commit suicide this is the kind people blackmail what nonsense is that what makes you think you are her you know she is your mother and you are attached what is all this see the most important yes the mother has given birth to you we have a duty like my krishna guruji says we have to do our duties but we are not bound by anybody we don't owe anything to anybody everything we owe to the divine lord almighty who has given us this birth to evolve on the path of dharma to achieve god realization he has done a favor and the greatest mother is the guru mother because he suffers the moment he has initiated you he's taken all your karmas on him to him please remember and you better you know repay to him you know baba has very beautifully explained in satcharitra in the last chapter in the last few chapters i don't know which exactly chapter in that he says you have to wear the mala of gratefulness of you know indebtedness to the guru because that is the greatness that the guru is you have to always remember how what all things is doing but we are ungrateful creatures we don't remember a damn thing what the guru does and yet we believe oh the guru is not doing anything to us this is not correct so please always wear the you know the grab mala of indebtedness to your gurudev because he wears himself out he is not going to tell you what is going to happen but he wants you and you better listen and if you don't listen please get out the door is always open nobody's invited you here you will not be his mother again in his next birth ha huh? most important you think you are going to be this you know it is my son my daughter next birth also you think you are going to be his son no who gives you this 
ownership? Who has given you the right? You know, we are all so blinded by this moh, the lust and greed, the attachment, thinking that this is mine, that is mine and destroy not only our life, but destroy everybody else's life around. That you were his mother, this birth of his is just incidental. What is it saying? You, that you were his mother in this birth of his is just incidental. It is incidental. It doesn't mean you own him to eternity. Why mourn over this transient kinship? Why mourn over the transient? It is transient. You are misborn, you die. You, you, why are we mourning this so much? Why do you own? Ask this question yourself. And then you will realize the truth. Don't keep getting, oh, this is my daughter. This is, I have to listen to my daughter. You know, I have to take permission to go to somewhere. My daughter is the one who has to, you know, ma'am, you are your own, you know, you are your own will. You can live your life independently. Who is your daughter to take decision for you? You think what she has given birth to you? There is one above. He knows what is right for you. Stand up. Empower the divine being within you. You know, own yourself. Don't let somebody own you. The only one who can own you is your Baba, your God alone. There is nobody who can own you or possess you. Please remember this. You are his child. Your Ishta is him. He will guide you. Empower that. You are independent. You are the divine being. This is the realization that you have. Nobody belongs to you. Neither you belong to anybody. The one who owns you is the Lord Almighty. Life is like a bubble. It will burst off at any time. Absolutely true. What does it mean? That death can come any time and it's like a bubble. It will burst and then you die and then again a new bubble will come. Then that bubble will burst and then new bubble. This is what is happening. How long it will last has been predetermined by destiny. So how long we are going to live in this body is already predetermined. It is pre-programmed. It's programmed. You have already come with a clear path how you are going to die. What are your sufferings going? Everything is determined. It's predetermined by the destiny. So what are you running after? No, the grace is to break out of this. How? By attaining a spiritual wheel. That is what Gurunath is also teaching. Don't be blindly attached like Dhritarashtra to lust and greed. That is why it was, Mahabharat had to come. Everything was destroyed. That is the root cause of all everybody's misery because we are blindfolded. It is futile crying over death. Now let your relatives take the dead body away for the cremation and thereby help to speed up the jiva's ascent to higher births. That is Sadgati. Don't bind it down here. Gurunath is very clearly telling. But this lady wouldn't listen. Why? Because she's like my child. You know that moha, that moha, this, this is my son. I want this son. But the woman was inconsolable. She said she did all the worship bid by Gurunath. The sons were the gift to her by Gurunath. How could God snatch away the gift he himself had given? She had been betrayed by Gurunath. Look at this. This is called... She complained... I will take the body of my child to the Guru Padukas and end my life there. The Brahmachari then told her, if her heart was so much set on her dead son's life, if she was feeling she could not live without him, she might take the body of the child to Gurustan and place it near the Padukas and do whatever she wanted thereafter. 
See, then she wouldn't listen. The Brahmachari then told her, if her heart was so much set on her dead son's life, if she was feeling she could not live without him, she might take the body of the child to the Gurustan and place it near the Padukas and do whatever she wanted thereafter. The woman and her husband came to Gurustan along with the body of the dead child. She placed the body near the Guru Padukas and again broke into sobs. They sat down there. Meanwhile, as it was nearing sunset and as the woman remained so obstinate, the relatives and people who came to do the death rites of the child left. It was night and the couple, exhausted by the strain, they went through the whole day, fell asleep at that spot only. In the night, the woman got a dream. She saw Gurunath coming near her and telling her, Mother, do not grieve. Nobody will ever get disappointed who repose their faith in me. See, the gurus are very compassionate beings. They are always ever, ever kind. They are benevolent. They are forgiving. They are loving, caring. They understand that these beings are, they cannot understand the truth about the life. So sometimes they will go out of compassion. They will grant things which is out of turn. Which means even though they understand, they know that prarabdha karma cannot be changed. But sometimes they have to make the adjustments in the universe. Only the great master on only special occasions, very important occasions. And they will take a call when they will alter that karma. And please remember, when the karma is altered, you will have to still pay for it in the future lives. You, people don't understand. That is why my Krishna Guruji will say, don't ask because you don't know what you're asking for. You don't know what can happen if you ask some things which is not meant for you. So don't ask. God will give you what is right for you. So be very grateful. And my Guruji will always say, the Guru, the God, everybody understands what is right for you and that will come to you. And when that comes, you will, wouldn't even have imagined because it will be always more than what you have imagined or expected in your life. And that will give you peace, that will give you truth, that will give you contentment. And there will be no sins accruing with that. So never ask for things that you don't know what you will get into. People will come and very casually keep saying to my Guruji, I want to go abroad, I want this, I want that, you know, the, save my son's family, save my brother's family, save this, save that, my father's health, my mother's diabetes, you name it, everything they keep talking. And that is when my Krishna Guruji has said in one of the satsangs, I don't know if I'm a job consultant, if I'm, a, I'm running a healthcare agency or, uh, you know, uh, I'm a specialist for uh, diseases, I don't know what he is. He is only here to give you your spiritual wheel, to tell you the truth about what life is. Ask him about your spiritual progress. You know, get out of this material worldly miserable existence. Why are you asking for things where you are going to go further into the gutters? Don't ask. He will grant you whatever that you have to get, whatever your innermost heart's desires, it will be fulfilled. Have faith in the divine. But if you have desires which is, which is unreasonable, Please don't expect it to be fulfilled. That which is right for you will definitely come to you. So have this much faith. Don't go after asking more and more and get it to the greed. It is not going to leave you, you know, lead you anywhere. On the contrary, you're going to be born again and again and again like the bubble. The bubble bursts, then you're going to become another bubble. That bubble bursts, then you'll come back again. So what use is it? And this is lesson is for everyone. See, for those who have a guru is important. But in, in, imagine this lady is not... A spiritual being. He, she is a normal human being. And Gurunath is teaching her here. He is telling her here. 
that please remember don't do this don't do that he is very clearly explaining to her and yet she is so smitten by the you know the attachment of her son she is saying gurunath blessed me how can god be so unkind or take away the one who he has bestowed upon me he is the one who has blessed this son to me and how can now he snatch away this is what she is still talking though it's a very transient see life itself is transient what is there now is not there tomorrow the whole world has changed nobody expected pandemic the unprecedented happened and what happened the whole world is not the same anymore it's not at all it's never going to be imagine so are you going to rule over what was not there or what has ha what is now but can we make the best of what is now and make a beautiful future which means we have to make the best of what we have we can't get back what is what is gone why have why do we have to rule i'll tell you a very stupid uh, thing in my own world it is a very material worldly example i'm going to give you when i first went to america rather not first when i went to live there for a for a short duration time probably a 6 months time i was very much gotten carried away so see i had my pink color glasses back my dream of america is what i watched in movies okay and yes new york was supposed to be my favorite destination and i was always i had my own views about how life is what kind of you know um, world it is because that's my pink color glasses but when reality came i completely um, it was a shocker for me in every aspect because i had to also adapt culturally you know in in the way how the world the life works there everything yes by the time i was adapting it was time for me to come back and what is that i my small understanding was at the time yeah i i loved shopping there i was saying oh this is so good here this is so good here all that and then i was when i came back and when i moved to singapore i was expecting the same thing but obviously i i didn't get the same thing and that time my krishna guru ji taught me something very beautiful he said look it's you can't compare you know apples to oranges you cannot say what what you experienced then is the same now and this understanding he gave me practically by taking you know to a restaurant every time i tell my krishna guru ji the food in this restaurant is amazing okay and when we go to that restaurant i'm not joking okay inevitably or invariably when we ordered the food there it will taste very bad and i will wonder what the hell happened just now i ate this food a while back it was so amazing and the same food is not tasting good so my guru ji you know his universe works magic like this <laughs> to give me the experience and an understanding that it is not the restaurant which is good it is the chef who cooks the food who makes it good or whatever the taste varies the variations of the taste happens so what you might have eaten that day the same taste is not going to be now and i know what the stupid understanding never came to my you know idiotic mind because my mind you know your mind never wants to learn it's always it believes that it knows too much this is the problem and this happened not just one time and i'm done, you know we've done we've done this exercise many a time every single time i tell him the food is good here and then i realize oh my god i better not open my mouth and tell the food is good here because the moment i say that it will be exactly opposite and then i understood then finally he revealed to me you know what you're trying you're trying to say the restaurant is good see the restaurant is not okay yeah it, the restaurant is good but it's not the restaurant who is cooking the food it is the chef who makes the food so if the chef 
makes it can varies and sometimes it's not necessarily the same chef is making the food so then it entered me oh my god the person who cooks matters and that variation happens that consistency is not there see that and one of the most important aspect which my krishna guruji says is to get that consistency you must have you should have cooked the dish at least a thousand times that is when the perfection comes it is not so easy and that is when it hit me oh my god yes it is true so what i bought or what i experienced of a place is not going to be the same now because this universe is dynamic so that is the that is where we have to adapt and change to how the world evolves around us so we cannot be fixated in our views which means we have to study we have to learn we need to understand and be you know whatever is best the best that is available at that time be happy with that don't keep saying oh in the past in 19 in the year 1947 i had this that is not going to be available yeah you enjoyed it and see that is why my krishna guruji also teaches be in the here and the now today if you want to eat something you want to wear something you want to enjoy this moment just fulfill it there is no tomorrow because this moment will not come and i'll tell you a very funny thing with my own self right see when i was in singapore i used to wear all these shorts and you know different western outfits obviously and in india it's it's a little more conserv cons- you know we are in a conservative society we don't wear shorts and go around at least not i i wouldn't and being in an ashram that is absolutely not the norm so what happened is i wore there for a certain time and you know what i'm still possessing the thing oh this is my my skirt this is my western outfit which i wore but do you think it's going to fit me today of course it's not because my body has transformed so what is that thing that i was owning or possessing yeah i have worn at that moment in time it's done now it's time to move on so this is what it means the life is dynamic everything is transient there is nothing is permanent in this world this is the truth of spirituality this is the truth about life that is why you need to understand this truth and go about and not possess anything and when you accept this acceptance comes to you life will become a very beautiful place we will be able to see all the goodness we will be able to see this universe in a in a different light completely and then you will you will end love the life that you are living otherwise you will become a miserable human being because you have not been able to get out of that 18th century and today we are in the 25th century you know so you know two three centuries behind or two centuries behind you are going to be stuck in time and you are not going to go ahead and then what you will die a death which is which is something you don't want to you're going to die a miserable death you know when we die we should be very happy saying that i've lived my life to the fullest you know i've done everything that i want i'm happy to attain the divine the lotus feet of my lord almighty that is the life you have to live so so what happens okay she's yeah she saw gurunath coming uh, coming near and telling her mother do not grieve nobody will ever get disappointed who, who repose their faith in me see i am reviving your dead child i am giving him longevity the woman suddenly woke up she was doubting whether it it could be true but lo as she looked at the child the child was opening his eyes she put her hand on the body the body was warming up thinking she was perhaps still dreaming to make sure she woke up her husband he was also wondering unable to believe anything the boy cried saying mother i'm feeling very hungry give me milk at least wonder of wonders the woman's dry breast started overflowing with milk 
The woman hugged her son to her bosoms and suckled him with milk. The child became quite normal and healthy and was playful as he used to be. The couple fell prostrate at the Guru Padukas, shedding tears of gratitude to Gurunath at daybreak when the relatives and other people came there, hoping that the woman would have been reconciled by then and would hand over the body of the dead son for the rites. To their wonder, they saw the boy fully alive and playing and the parents fondling him with joy. They exclaimed, what a mighty power is Gurunath and how merciful and compassionate he is. Absolutely, the gurus are compassionate but they don't understand that he has already altered the future karma and then he also mentioned the karmas can never be altered, the prarabdha cannot be altered at all but out of Sometimes out of turn, the Guru Nats, the Gurus do certain things for a certain reason and they will have to alter things in this universe which is not understood by us. And we should never ask for something that to be altered because you don't understand. In the future life, this boy will have to die the same death at the same age. Something that has to be fulfilled, it cannot be altered. Please remember, so don't ask anything out of turn. You are not going to go anywhere and you are not going to get anything. And if you do so anything like that, then you are going to be for in for a big trouble. So don't. The only thing you have to seek is spiritual grace. That you evolve on the path of spirituality, that you are able to live a righteous life, you are able to live a life where you are not creating more karmas and be lost in the divine and serve the purpose of your human existence and when you leave your body, you attain the divine Lord Almighty. So this should be your goal. Don't own anything. Nothing is yours. When you So remember, Baba says, wealth is to establish dharma. So whatever you have, give, share, do something good in this world and then everything will be fine. And go through. You have to suffer for your karmas. There are no two ways about it. So with that, we end today's satsang. Thus ends the 21st chapter of Sri Guru Charitra describing the episode of the revival of the dead child. Glory to the all-merciful, the omnipresent and the ever-responsive Guru Nath. Thank you for joining Sri Guru Charitra Parayan. Wishing you all a very happy Tuesday. Hope you have a good day today. See you in tomorrow morning, same time, sorry, not same time, 8.30 a.m. for Guru Charitra Paraya. Om Shri Mahaganapade Namaha, Om Shri Gurudev, Datta Om Shri Sachidananda Sadguru, Sainath Maharaj Ki Jai, Om Namo Bhagavad Vasudevaya, Digambara, Digambara, Shri Padvallava, Digambara, Om Shri Krishna Guru Nathanatha, Shri Guruve Namaha, Om Devi Durgaya Namaha, Om Shri Krishna Arpanam Namastu, Krishnam Vande Jagat Gurum.